eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception the Show. All right, here we are, Matt. Uh, I cannot believe it, man, but by the time the people listen to this podcast, um, they're going to be looking forward to the Hall of Fame game. Unbelievable uh, that we've got uh, NFL action right around the corner. Well, will they be looking forward to it, or will they um, be acknowledging that it is happening, the Hall of Fame game on, uh, <laughs> on August 3rd? Because really, so far, uh, of late right. at least, the only thing that the Hall of Fame game has been um, responsible for or known for is, mm-hmm. uh, well, there was one year where there was like crazy weather delays, and then of late it was really just like throwing people even more off course about Josh Jacobs in fantasy last year. So um, <laughs> that's right. I, that's right. I, I'm not sure 100%. if people are looking forward to it uh, this year, especially since like Zach Wilson will be prominently involved and all kinds of stuff. So, oh, um, I love it. but there, yes, it is mind blowing that, you know, yeah, August 3rd, it, there is a game Thursday night and it, 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 it is here, man. <laughs> uh, but you know what dropped on the site today, though, Matt, uh, was the fact that we've dropped. We've got six more Derek class and quarterback profiles up on the site today. Uh, mm. And man, it is a uh, time to celebrate. No doubt. Uh, I don't care whether you're, or not you're looking forward to the Hall of Fame game or not. OK, let me tell you some uh, the quarterback stuff on receptionperception.com. Boy, this is must reading. Uh, I mean, this is this is the baby. This is the good stuff. This is the good yeah, stuff, Matt. A hundred percent. I've been diving into, I mean, I had to do run to the Geno Smith profile this morning. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was, I've been waiting to read that one, but all of these, we've got a few really interesting ones to talk about. I, I really think that, you know, I mean, obviously look, I was bullish on bringing Derek in for this. I think that mm-hmm. it was, it, you know, it was 
it's a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. You know, I was <laughs> bullish on it from the beginning, but right. even reading the product more so, I've been even more happy that we did it. Especially like you know, talking about the Joe Burrow Jamar Chase thing. You know, we put the social video out about that. Like, I really think that's great use for for our two datas. Data sets, that's a way to say yes. it. Data sets combining. <laughs> no doubt. And that's exactly what we're going to do in today's episode, okay? Because there are two quarterbacks in particular that I really want to focus in on. Aaron Rodgers, one. Trevor Lawrence, two. We'll talk about Geno, too. Uh, Geno Smith, as well. Because, again, I, I think there's just so much... There's questions, and rightfully so, whether or not Geno can repeat what he did last year. And, you know, again, he's not going to catch anybody by surprise in 2023, but the data would suggest certainly this was no fluke. Okay. So anyways, but, uh, Rogers and Lawrence in particular, they're entering into new, you know, ecosystems, if you will, you know, you got Calvin Ridley there in Jacksonville, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers going to New York and, and getting into Garrett Wilson. I just want to jump into that right now, but this is, you talked about it and hinted at it, but that's, I think adding this quarterback data, Matt, um, really is a powerful tool when it combines with your data. And that's what I want to talk about with Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. But first, let's set the table. Okay, this is what Derek Klassen wrote about Aaron Rodgers. Quote, touchdown to check down was Rodgers' only mode of operation last year. 41% of his pass attempts went deep. 53.5% of his passes went for five yards or less. Only 5.8% of his throws went to that intermediate area of the field, 11 to 15 yards um, in that range. Okay, so only about 5% of his throws went into that intermediate area, which is just, I mean, that's mind-boggling, man. It's, but again, we get into that. All right, so now, how does his data from what you saw, Matt, kind of pair up with what Garrett Wilson does well? Yeah, the first thing that, that stood out to me, and, and Derek is so right about the, you know, touchdown to check down type thing. And and sometimes those sometimes the the at least early in the season when he'd rip those like go routes to, you know, Alan Lazard or Romeo Dobbs and like I mean it, some people like said they were, you know, I think Justice Mosqueda would say like he'd let off one performative deep route, you know, run performative deep pass whenever he was starting to get frustrated, Aaron Rodgers. For one, I do think like <laughs> I, I buy into the idea that Rodgers, like, moving on from Green Bay and getting this fresh start with New York and being there with his boy Nathaniel Hackett, who he's going to yeah. bat for, you know, in the media sure. after the whole Sean Payton thing, I think he really is going to be a little more um, dialed in, committed, settled. Oh, yeah. I, I do buy into all that. Uh, for, I mean, for how long. could you not? First of all, he restructured his contract to be more team-friendly all of a sudden. Crazy. Like, I mean, crazy, crazy stuff. And, and he just seems so dialed in. He's talking about trying to get some preseason snaps in. Like, all right, man. Like, this dude is locked in right now with the Jets. Yeah. If you don't think he's he's got one of them incoming, you know, FU seasons incoming, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, wake up, dude. This guy is absolutely going middle fingers to the sky. And he's going to try to prove everybody wrong. And especially the dudes in Green Bay. Um, but I want to get back to, again, some of the, the, yeah. the, the charting data that, that Derek found here. All right. So I talked about 5.8 of his throws went to 11 to the, the, to the 11 to 15 yard range. That is almost half the rate of the next lowest quarterback, Derek Carr at 10.9%. So that gives you an idea of how little he used that intermediate area of the field. 
Um, but Matt, talk to me about what Garrett Wilson kind of sort of brings in that, again, that middle part of the field. And do you see Rodgers maybe kind of adjusting his game a little bit to, to, to what Garrett Wilson does? So first of all, and I think this again is the marriage of the quarterback and the wide receiver, because who was Aaron Rodgers' best pass catcher last year by a country mile? It was Christian Watson. And right. Mm -hmm. We, we know that I've, you know, Christian Watson's skill set is he's going to win in those like gadgety stuff in the check, mm-hmm. you know, like some screens, uh, design plays to get him in space. You know, 9.8% of his routes were flat routes in his game sample for reception perception. And he was really good on those, those like little quick out routes to get him into space. But his best routes, nine routes, post routes, corner routes, right. deep out routes, like the vertical stuff. So I think a lot of, Rogers lack of but where where Christian Watson struggles is that intermediate area of the field so more of like the base NFL routes the dig routes you know he's, he's about league average on curl routes breaking off against man coverage comeback routes no good for Christian Watson uh, slant routes he's got to get a little bit more detailed getting off the line of scrimmage against man coverage. I think that Rogers number really lines up with, again, that's the fact that that's the best receiver, like targets per route run were crazy for Christian Watson, but he's, he was at least as a rookie, maybe he gets better there as a, as a second year, third year, fourth year player, et cetera. He was not good on those like base uh, routes on the intermediate area of the field. Um, You know, and I think that's part of this. And obviously the rest of the guys there, you know, Romeo Dobbs is not doing that. Al Lazard is not doing that. That's not their roles either, but you flip that over to Garrett Wilson. I mean, this guy's good everywhere, right? And right. I think the real yeah, yeah. area where they're going to connect, you know, you look at Rogers, the data from Derek Klassen, uh, the success rate on slant routes is incredibly high through those Crazy. routes a lot. 20.2% route percentage uh, were slants for Aaron Rodgers. The flat was obviously really high, but the dig route, you know, 7.5% success rate there, not a lot of usage, right? Only 1.6% there for Aaron Rodgers. That's where I think him and Garrett Wilson, much like him and Devontae Adams, are going to make money on like those routes, in particular working over the middle of the field. For Garrett Wilson, 83.7% success rate on slants, 78.8% success rate on dig routes. I think that's really where, if they're going to be a connection that puts Garrett Wilson among like the 10 mm-hmm. most productive receivers in the NFL this year, obviously it's going to be big time vertical throws and you're going to get Garrett Wilson on those after catch stuff, but it's going to be those base over the middle routes where Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are really going to have to connect. Okay. So uh, 89.8% slant route success rate for Aaron Rodgers. That's just phenomenal. Right. And he's, and and again, Klassen pointed this out as well, that he's, he's always loved throwing the slant. Um, And I think that obviously is going to pair very well with what Garrett Wilson does. But I think where you want to get excited is you hinted you hinted at it right there, Matt is right over the top, right? Um, Rogers excelled um, over the top with a eighty-seven point five percent corner success rate and a fifty-two percent um, success rate on the nines, right? So that to me suggests with what. Um, Garrett Wilson does over the top. I think that's going to be, again, a a very high profile and a very productive uh, connection between the two men. Yeah, uh, not going to be a lot of performative deep balls uh, from Aaron (laughs) Rodgers to Garrett Wilson. They're just going to be like, let's attack over the top. And this team is, I mean, it's just really interesting the way they're set up because 
their defense, I think, is one of these defenses that's not – every every year there's some great defense that pops up and all, all of a sudden, right, they regress because it was really turnover-based. That was really not the Jets last year. They weren't like no. a high turnover defense. They were just like a low yards per play, like really stopping you, putting pressure on the quarterback. Quinn and Williams obviously had a fantastic season, was rightly right. rewarded with a big-time contract. They got Sauce Gardner. Um, they, they've got players all over the defense, right? I think that defense is going to be good. And and really, it's just not going to take the, – the funny thing about projecting these guys for fantasy and, and stuff like that is that it's not really going to take this offense being very voluminous or like no. a ton of guys have to step up because I think the defense is going to be good and I think they'll run the ball well when, when Brees Hall is healthy or if they signed Dalvin Cook, I guess, whatever. It's really just about <laughs> being efficient between Rodgers and Wilson. Uh-huh. And I think – the quarterback charting data from Aaron Rodgers and certainly the reception perception data for Garrett Wilson, it just lines up so well. Obviously, we're talking about – we're always talking about, man, Aaron Rodgers unlocking Garrett Wilson who you know has great re- reception perception indicators. We've talked a lot on the show about the 94th percentile success rate versus press and what kind of company that puts him in from a rookie perspective. But I really think that – Garrett Wilson and where he runs his routes and where he's successful from a vertical sense, but in the intermediate and over the middle areas too, he's going to unlock Aaron Rodgers. That that just like again, as good of a player as Christian Watson is, he was not that guy last no. year. And obviously, beyond Garrett Wilson, ironically, a lot of these boys are on the damn um, Jets now between like Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. But they do have Corey <laughs> right. Davis, too. You know, nobody yeah. in Green Bay last year was able to do what Garrett Wilson uh, is able to do. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast garrett wilson 65 percent success rate on nine routes last year matt are you kidding me bro like what yeah that's unreal. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what the league average is or the what the league average was in in 2022. Uh, but I would say like anything above, you know, 55 percent um, success rate on the nine is really good. And, and here comes um, Garrett Wilson with a 65 percent success rate on those nine routes, man. Like and again, when you pair that with what Aaron Rodgers did in 2022, th- there is a lot to get excited about. 
Um, I will say ninth this. Best, I was, ninth best among the receivers sampled so far right now for Garrett Wilson, the successor on nine routes. I mean, the guys ahead of him are like, you know, it's the Bengals guys, T. Higgins, Jamar, Jamar yep. Chase, it's Terry McLaurin, you know, Jalen Waddle's up there, A.J. Brown's up there. You know, obviously, Justin Jefferson is up there. So, yeah, yeah he's, right, he's in good right. company. <laughs> Pretty darn good. Um, one, one number that I did fi- find a little bit surprising with Aaron Rodgers, and I, did, I, I thought this would be the exact opposite, to be honest with you. Um, among all the top quarterbacks in this league, and we're talking elite versus very good quarterbacks, all right? Like the top 12-ish, any, any of the top 12 guys that you can think of at the quarterback position. Aaron Rodgers ranked dead last in success rate versus man. 55.1% success rate versus man. Again, among those top, like, you know, 10, 12 quarterbacks in the NFL, Rodgers was last. That surprised me, Matt. I I got to be honest with you. Matt, to me, Rodgers has always seemed like, well, first of all, a very cerebral player, as we know. Um, but I just thought, you know, again, how much of it do you think is he didn't have a lot of man beaters uh, in Green Bay? And how much of it was just, all right, there was a little bit of slippage for a guy who's, again, approaching 40 years old. I think the arm talent is still there for Aaron Rodgers. One thing I thought was interesting in, in Klassen's profile is he wrote perhaps the most concerning area for Rodgers' profile was his 40% success rate under pressure. The right. data is bad enough, but Rodgers also looked totally uninterested in making plays or finding outlets on film. And I think that second part is really key because, um, you know, especially against man coverage, right? Like if you're going to get manned up and there's going to be pressure on you, you're going to get pressure, you're going to want to – improvise you're going to want to scramble you know you're, you're going to hopefully have receivers that can break off their routes you know we've obviously seen that with the Seahawks guys forever and I think that is one area where Rodgers is definitely declining like I don't think the arm talent is is an issue I do think probably mm-hmm. confidence in the environment confidence in the players around him was an issue at throwing against man coverage and being consistently accurate against man coverage but I think the biggest thing is that his second-hand reaction like his ability because he's dude he's 40 now right like he's an older guy and yeah. he was more athletic in his prime than like a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning certainly oh, but sure. that was also like a big part of his skill set right was he used to be much better on those improvisational throws I don't think that's really part of his game as much which by the way is worth mentioning that I would say if you look at the Jets roster the one area that is a concern is the offensive line like mm. we could we could sit here and hem and haw about okay Alan Lazard and Corey Davis, is that the best number two receiver they could have had? They've kept Elijah Moore. Like, how strong really are they at right. pass catcher? The thing right. I think that can sink this unit is 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 if this, if this offensive line is not good, if it's not like some of these players are – Elijah Vera Tucker, you know, who got hurt last year. You know, Makai Becton's never been fully involved. These guys aren't, like, ready right. to rock. I think that's going to be a problem for this team and Aaron Rodgers specifically. Yeah, they need Vera Tucker um, to be a healthy version of himself for sure. Makai Becton, um, uh, he he has put pressure on himself. Uh, I mean, he yeah. says he knows that this year is a make or break year for him. So, um, so yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what the the offensive line coach or the head coach is going to be able to get out of these guys. But certainly, um, I think from a talent standpoint, man, I don't think they're I don't think they're bad. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I just um, it, I think from a talent standpoint, I think they're fine. Um, and they should be okay. And and given Roger's history with, um, look, <laughs> he loves to hold on to the ball if he's going to throw it deep. Uh, but certainly he can get the ball out quickly if they're utilizing a lot of these West Coast concepts, which I think they will with Nathaniel Hackett there. 
um, in tow in New York. By the way, uh, Aaron Rodgers will turn 40 at some point in the season. He His uh, uh, birthday is in December, right? So uh, it, it's technically his age 40 season as we go into 2023. But yeah, 39 years old currently uh, is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, interesting stuff, certainly. I fully encourage people to go to the website, receptionperception.com, to go read um, his profile, which again, I think is just, I think it's fascinating. Um, it really is. Rogers is an interesting guy. I thought the Packers construction from a pass catcher standpoint was really interesting. And then moving forward now, um, what he looks like in New York with a whole new set of characters, coaching staff, all that kind of stuff, motivation as mm-hmm. well for Rogers. I think that stuff is fascinating. Um, and reading about Rogers, I thought was one of the most interesting things. Um, on the site for sure. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 